Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Good evening. This is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast. You're here with me for episode one, number 132. And again, I am on my back porch uh, recording my favorite place, which is this outdoor screened porch. And it's even nicer tonight because this afternoon, my son and I strung up the lights that we had out here. And they are pretty cool. They're LED lights. They are all white and they're surrounded with little plastic um, bubbles. So they um, illuminate these little globes uh, that are maybe in about an inch, inch and a half diameter. And it makes for a really nice look on the porch. And also I've, I've seen it from a distance in the neighborhood and um, it looks good from a distance as well. It kind of makes our uh, porch glow in the, in the dark around it. And um, it was a nice day, a sunny day. And this evening it looks like we might get some rain. I'm beginning to hear a little bit of raindrops outside of the porch and um, I wonder if it'll pick up, and I wonder if it does, if you'll be able to hear it here on the podcast. It was a good day to keep my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God, and come here with me on this porch in the greater light this evening with these uh, lights strung up, and spend a few minutes, and I'll tell you about my experience today. You might have seen in the title, The Numbers. Numbers 50, 49, 48, and 40. Now, what do these represent? These represent different ages that I have come in contact with today, or really, to be more general, in the last few days, but mostly today. First of all, the number 50. Today, this afternoon, before I went to work at my usual Saturday job, the winery here in the town where I live, I went to a 50th birthday party, and it was a really nice celebration. Um, it was at the woman's parents' house, and I know her parents um, as well as knowing her. Uh, her parents are, oh goodness, probably in their 70s, early 70s, um, and they threw a nice party for her. There was a live musician there. There was a tent in the background, in the backyard, uh, with tables and guests and. Even outside of it, uh, there was one of those, I don't know what they're called, but those balloons uh, sort of things with the fan and uh, the big, tall, like, wiggly guy. Uh, don't know what to call that, but I will post a picture of it. So um, you can find that on the Facebook page, and if you know what this is called, then let me know. Anyway, it was a particularly important celebration because this woman is disabled and was not expected to survive more than just a few months. And here she is 50 years later, thriving, really. And I think that all birthdays are a celebration of life and the journey that the person has made. And I know this woman has had challenges. Um, she struggles with um, fragile, brittle bones that can be broken very easily. Her body never grew properly. She is about two feet tall and um, needs, a, uh, needs to use a wheelchair to get around. 
But I'll tell you, she what she lacks in size and mobility, she makes up in spunk because this is a spunky, hilarious, full of life woman. And it was wonderful today to be there and celebrate her birthday with her. So after I left that party, and unfortunately I was there way, way too briefly because my afternoon slipped away from me and I had to get to work, I encountered 49. And 49 was another woman, this time a woman whom I did not know. But she came into the winery with a girlfriend and they were making a pit stop before going next door or a couple doors down to the tattoo parlor that's there in my town. Now, I have to say this, that there are three tattoo parlors in our town. Now, you wouldn't call them parlors because that just sounds so seedy. You know, something you'd see in a seafront town where the sailors would come and get anchors tattooed on their arms or whatever. These are pretty upscale places. And this is not the first time that women, in particular, have come into the winery for a glass of wine or two or three or maybe a bottle before they went and got a tattoo. And this woman and her friend were coming in because their birthdays were coming up. And the woman who I spoke to the most was celebrating her her 49th birthday. Now, I do know better than to ask about where the tattoo is. I think it's okay maybe to ask what the tattoo is, and um, she did describe it to me, but I never did ask where the tattoo is because that's just TMI, too much information. Um, funny little side story about tattoos. So when I was at my friend's birthday today that I just described, I, I saw another friend who um, I'd not seen for a while, and um, she said, oh, I turned 70 recently, and I got my first tattoo. Now, this time, I was able to see where it was because she was pointing behind her ear. So I was able to look, and it was a butterfly, and she told me about plans for two more tattoos. So I suppose that they are not exclusive um, to certain ages. So that was 49, this woman who came in with the plan to get the tattoo. 48, well, that's me. I'm 48 years old, and actually not too far away from 48 and a half now. And I am just amazed at how time passes. And if I need any indication of how fast time passes, 40 is the final number here. And that is the age that my very first students that I taught are turning. Yes, I began teaching when I was 22 years old, and the first students that I taught were freshmen, so they were the youngest in the school, and they were only, they are only eight years younger than me. I taught there from 1992 to 1996. They were the class of 1996, and I taught many of them for all four years as I moved up in, in teaching the grade levels, and it is pretty exciting and, and also just very amazing that um, I'm still friends with some of them on Facebook and I've watched over time as they've gotten married and uh, had children and now I'm seeing their posts as they turn 40 years old. And what is really humbling is that um, I'm only eight years older than them. But the students that I'm teaching now, my freshmen that I'm teaching now, I am 
oh, 34 years older than them, <laughs> which is quite the span. So um, God's presence in all of this has to do with the passage of time. You know, we talk about God being timeless, God being the eternal I am, the eternal present, the eternal now, and just the eternal one. And it is we humans who live in time, and it is time that marks all of our days and nights and weeks and years and minutes, except for moments. Moments are a little different. They are slices of time, but they are certainly less specific and less um, noteworthy, perhaps, than other ways we indicate time. But God's presence is in all of this. And I was grateful today to have this interplay of ages, uh, to be able to see people, peers, really, like myself, celebrating 50 and 49, and just recognizing that if we have a grateful heart and an open heart and a heart that, and a soul and eyes that allow us to see God's presence in every moment, every day, every indicator of time, then our lives are very different. And it doesn't matter how old we are, how many years we have. God is with us, and we know that, and we celebrate that. And so I end this evening's reflection with the questions. When you think of time passing, what mile marks or mile stones, if you will, are significant? What ages have you come in contact with lately? Ages and years and birthdays of people, maybe your own or others, and what do those ages have in common and what significance do they bring for you? Thank you for listening and blessings and peace.